Good morning, everyone, and welcome. This is Morning Mixtape News for Thursday, September 14th, 2023. I'm your host, Anna Giselle-Funising, coming at you from Met Radio 1280 AM in Toronto. Here are our stories for today. New climate change report kept secret from Ontarians shows dire future. The return of Drew Barrymore's show raises WGA eyebrows. WestJet Airlines is reviewing policy after conservative leader gives a speech on plane. And new survey shows more Canadians are reconsidering countries' ties with the monarchy. Then to Zoha and Nicole for a TIFF lookback segment. Well, on to the news. Let's dive in. A report released quietly at the end of August shows how Ontarians can expect climate change to impact their daily lives in the coming years. The CBC says the report goes into detail about how worsening climate change will affect everything from fruit production to infrastructure and business in the province. The report commissioned in 2020 by the Ontario provincial government clocks in at just over 500 pages. The report written by the Climate Risk Institute was published in January of this year. It became available to the public on August 25th. The report titled Provincial Climate Change Impact Assessment says that by 2050, agriculture may face a quote, declining productivity, crop failure, and livestock fatalities, end quote. It goes on to say that Ontario summers could see four times the amount of days with extreme heat in the next 30 years. CTV says the report details the risks of days with heat to the extent of 30 degrees pose up to Ontario's vulnerable populations. They say that those from marginalized communities and those without access to cooling stations will be most affected. The Institute's research shows that by 2080, Southern Ontario is predicted to have more than 50 extreme heat days per year. The current average is 16. Next up, Drew Barrymore's talk show is set to return to air next week, causing some to question if it crosses the WGA strike picket line. NPR says the show's tapes starting this week will run without WGA writers. A statement from the star's Instagram says, since she does not plan to speak to guests about upcoming films or projects, she is in compliance with the strike. The WGA East, which covers the writers on Drew Barrymore's show, disagree. They say in a tweet that the show is in violation of strike rules. The strike that began in early May still shows no signs of reaching a fair deal. According to Global News, WGA members and supporters picketed outside the CBS Broadcast Center while the show taped Monday in New York. Barrymore's choice is causing others to question her decision, including the U.S.-based National Book Awards. In a tweet Tuesday, the group took back their offer for Barrymore to host the event. The WGA say that they still plan to picket outside future shows until a fair deal is reached. WestJet Airlines say they are reviewing their policy after Pierre Poilievre gave a speech before takeoff last week. According to the Globe and Mail, the leader of the PC party took to the plane PA system on a flight to Calgary from Quebec City. Poilievre spoke for just under a minute to his delegates on the plane while they returned from a convention. A video circulating online shows Poilievre at the front of the plane saying, quote, Who's ready for a home you can afford? Who's ready for some common sense? End quote. 
Both are common campaign slogans for the party leader. A spokesperson for WestJet tweeted this week saying that they are non-partisan and the statement should not be regarded as a political endorsement from the brand. The president of QP Local 4070, which represents cabin workers, say they are disappointed with the choice to let the politician take the mic. The Globe and Mail reports that the unions feel WestJet is trying to blame crew members for the event and request an apology. And finally, a new study shows some Canadians are ready to reevaluate their relationship to the British Crown. According to the Toronto Star, data collected by Ledger shows that more than 60% of those who were surveyed think it's time to rethink the nation's relationship with the monarchy. 81% answered that they don't feel any attachment to the monarchy. Quebecois respondents had the lowest percentage of feelings of closeness to the crown, while those in Atlantic Canada showed the highest. The study points to King Charles' ascendance following Queen Elizabeth II's death one year ago to the rise in Canadian dissatisfaction with the institution. They suggest that while the Queen's death led to outpours of support, the King has yet to reach that level of affection with the populace. Ledger also found that the amount of people who think the monarchy remains a positive symbol for Canada rose by almost 5% this year. Well, that's it for me. Here's Nicole and Zoha for some TIFF lookbacks. Hey movie lovers, it's Nicole and I'm here to take you through the last week at the Toronto International Film Festival. My favorite film so far has undoubtedly been Woman of the Hour, which is the directorial debut for Anna Kendrick, who also stars in the film. Now, this movie takes us through the story of 1970s serial killer Rodney Alcala. This movie included some true facts about the case, as well as adding in some fictional elements to keep the story interesting. Overall, this movie had me on the edge of my seat for the entire film, and I left the theater shook. It was creepy, it was thrilling, I was anxious for the characters, and overall it was just a really well-made film. Some highlights for us at the Movie Mixtape crew have definitely been getting some coverage on the red carpets, including Dumb Money, The Critic, Hell of a Summer, and a few more that you'll see coming out on Met Radio in the coming weeks. Another film, another few films I would definitely suggest checking out are some of the true story films, including Nyad, which focuses on the American swimmer Diana Nyad, who swam from Cuba to the Florida Keys in her 60s. Another great one is Copa 71, which takes us through the World Cup, the Women's World Cup of Soccer in 1971, and that was also an incredibly well-done documentary. It was very informative, and honestly, it's just uncovering a story that not many people know about, and so many more should. There have been great moments at TIFF this year, and if you haven't gone down to the festival yourself, you have to check it out before it ends on this Sunday the 17th. <laughs> 